Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOpen.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, the podcast dedicated to all things spirituality and self-improvement. I am so excited that you're here with us today because we have a very special guest. Today we have with us Miss Jocelyn Herman Saccio, and she is a speaker, a coach, and an author. She pretty much created the art of being unmessable with. And today she is here to talk to us about how to get unstuck when we feel burnout, whether we are feeling job burnout, sometimes we just feel burnout in life, but she's here to focus on how to help us when we're feeling that burnout stage because we know we've all been there. So I wanna thank you so much for being here with us today, Jocelyn. It's my pleasure, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here and this topic is so needed and so important. Oh, it's rampant, it's amazing. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) Um, But before we get started, I would love to just learn a little bit more about you. Maybe tell our audience, you know, how did you get started coaching and creating this program of being unmessable with? Uh, Well, I could go way far back, but I'll kind of do the the cliff note version of it. Uh, When I was in my late teens, I was already in transformational work. I had started transformative work when I was 11 because my parents had done it and, you know, like that. And so I was leading seminars, but I always had this dream to be a singer. And I was in a transformative workshop and got a glimpse into one of my own blind spots, which was a limiting belief that I had that you can't do your art as your career. So I was, you know, in business, I was running a company, I was, you know, like 19 years old, 20 years old, and very successful, but not really following my dream. So in that moment, that lid or limit disappeared, because when you see a blind spot, you eliminate a constraint. And within three months, I got a record deal. And to me, that was like magic, right? Mm -hmm. And I saw it was possible for people to live the life of their dreams now, not someday. And I got on a mission to develop people's ability to be unmessable with no matter what circumstance got thrown at them, no matter what they were dealing with, because it's not about having perfect circumstances. It's about being able to stay in that space of creation versus reaction which we all get it. And burnout is completely reaction 101. Mm -hmm. So if you can develop the muscle to stay in that space of being able to create from your vision, from your dream, take actions from that space, rather than getting hooked or thrown or down for the count from the world of reaction, then you have the makings of being unmessable with. I love that. And you're so right. Um, Most of the time, I think, we get so busy, right? I always say we go on autopilot. It's like we wake up, rinse and repeat, right? We do this all the time. And when we do that, we tend to lose focus and lose sight of what our dreams actually even are or what they were. And that's why I think so many of us feel stuck or we feel burnout because we're not really doing the thing we wanted to do. We came here and set out to do. We it's like we forget. Yeah, we do. We forget who we are and we get disconnected. You know, Melissa, it's like, it's not so much about doing what you wanted to do. It's more about being connected to 
like the source of your dreams. You know, what do you really want? It isn't winning an Academy Award or getting landing that deal. It's what becomes available if those things were in place and like joy or self-expression or happiness or whatever it is that, I mean, it sounds corny, but it really is ultimately, I've worked with over 200,000 people over the last 30 years. And ultimately it's that kind of stuff that people really want when all is said and done. So being able to access that space of joy or that space of self-expression or making a difference or impact or whatever it is for people, that's what I work with people on is moving from, you know, going through life, like you said, on automatic, which is all reaction mode, kind of like this management mode, you know, you're just kind of getting through to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And then by the end of the day, many people are very drained, right? And staying in or getting to, if you see yourself in that mode, switching gears and getting back to that space of, okay, what's going to create joy right now? I don't have to wait till I land that deal or till my kids move out or or until, you know, I lose 10 pounds or whatever the thing is, you know, you don't have to wait to live the life of your dreams. You can actually bring what you're after to life versus get it out of life. Yeah. I, I love that you say don't wait because I think so many people do. They're like, I'm not where I want to be. So I might as well just wait until I can get this or get that. So what advice would you give somebody who's maybe sitting out there at home and is like, okay, I feel so burnt out, so stuck. I don't even know what to do. Yeah. Well, the first thing is, is getting clear about what your vision is. And so many people aren't, you know, and I, you know, I work with a lot of very successful people and you would think they have a vision, right? They're so successful, but sometimes those people are even more disconnected because they're so busy dealing with what life is throwing at them. They're looking down and in versus up and out at what they really want. So I would, you know, ask you, okay, well, what do you really want? And it it might not be accessible right now because you got too much in your space right now. So I'd go backwards. I'd go back to when you were four or five years old and sort of recall a moment where you were just free and inspired and, you know, it doesn't matter what you were doing. And it wasn't about getting somewhere. It wasn't like, well, I need that uh, series regular role on a TV show. No, you were just singing or you were just, you know, playing or you were just coloring or whatever it was. What was the space that was there? Was it aliveness? You know, was it joy? Was it um, creativity? You know, whatever it is, get back to a moment before you became a doing machine and see what was the space that really connected with your heart. And that can be a good access to finding out what you really, really want beyond the tangible physical stuff. What do you want from a, a being perspective? You know, we're human beings, but we might as well be called human doings these days. Yeah, so true. So true. So once someone has reconnected, say they've gone back and said, oh, you know what, whenever I was younger, I always played fireman. And I know that I wanted to be a fireman whenever I grew up, but they didn't take that path as Mm -hmm. older. So do you recommend that they then start seeking that path or what's the it just it depends on the thing but i would say that's not really the source of your dreams that would be a goal to be a fireman right so free let's just do it right now with you what's a moment when you were little when you can remember being kind of just free and sort of almost like in the zone yeah you know what were you doing um 
I used to pretend that I was a radio DJ. <laughs> yeah, perfect, right? There you go. <laughs> and when you were doing that, right, it wasn't like, well, I want to have the number one radio show. You know, the, you, when you're little, it's just, you're just doing it. It's the, it's the, pro, the dream process that's satisfying. So what was there for you, like an experience in those moments when you were pretending to be a radio DJ? Um, I think for me, it was like the ability to just like be creative and speak off the top of my head and be funny and just, you know, just like the personalities were on the radio that I used to listen to. Yeah. So if you kind of boil that down to two or three words, you can hear creativity, you can hear sort of uh, expression, maybe you can hear fun or humor or joy, something like that. So of those words, I'd ask you what resonates with you? Yeah, I would like something that is more creative and allows for more freedom, I think. I think freedom is a great word for me. Yeah, freedom and creativity. So here's what I would do with you. I'd say, okay, so freedom and creativity isn't a place you need to get to. So if you think of it, you kind of reverse engineer it. And right now, what's an action you could take that would bring forth freedom or bring forth creativity, not just for you, but for whoever you're interacting with. And that's a way for you to live your dream now, not someday. Most people get stuck in a, in an illusion of someday. There is no someday, but we all have our someday dreams, you know, like, well, someday I'm going to do this and someday I'm going to, ha ha ha. And I'd love to be there when this day comes up because a lot of stuff is going to happen on this someday day, you know, <laughs> but it, it's just not real. And we live like it's real and it has us not live our dreams now. So if you take that creativity and you take that freedom, that's a space to come from and get to, but it's more about coming from it and bringing it to life versus hoping to get it out of the next carrot and the next carrot and the next thing. Well, once I get a show that's, you know, going to have 10 million downloads, then I'll be free. I mean, you know, life is happening right now. Yeah, very true. And what about somebody who maybe is sitting here listening to us and is like, okay, I'm too old to do this. I'm too afraid. I don't know how to even, I don't, I don't know. What would you say to that person sitting out there listening? Well, those are some of the things, this goes back to my overarching, um, uh, the art of being unmessable with, which is like the arch for everything that I do. Once you get your vision or your dream source, as I would call what you just distinguished is your dream source, then what happens is, is we start to uncover what messes with you. What messes with you in acting from that space, in living from that space of creation? So one of the things, if you said what you said that messes with you are disempowering conversations about your age or, you know, dis limiting beliefs. Like for me, what was limiting me was, you know, you can't do your art as your career. And the moment that I saw that that wasn't the truth, but it was a decision I made at five when I was so wise, you know, it's like I just made that seem real, but it seemed really real. So for people that are stopped, they don't think it's a limiting belief. They think it's the truth or reality. So the kind of work that I do with people is to, to dismantle those things that mess with you. But first, you got to drive them up like we just did with you in that conversation, you know, drive up what messes with you so it can go from being invisible to visible. And once it's visible, you can create an awareness of it 
and create hacks. So I create strategies and hacks to get out of the world of reacting and being messable with and into that world of creation. Yeah, and I it sounds like very similar to when you're doing shadow work or like a spiritual awakening or that, all of these things come up in order to be healed and to be addressed. And I feel like this is a time right now where a lot of people are having things come up that need to be addressed, need to be changed. And career is probably a big one because I think a lot of people when COVID hit saw that they weren't super happy with where they were in their career. Yeah, or they just saw something else became important. You know, I always say your life, the quality of your life is given by the games you're playing. And you could look at the distinction game. You could look at your whole life through that distinction and how I would distinguish a game is something's more important than something else. And, you know, some people are in the game. It's more important to make more money than I'm making now than not. And some people are in the game. It's more important to have time with my family than how much money I make. And, you know, there's no right game, but whatever game you're playing is going to give you the color of your life. So I think COVID kind of reset a lot of people into a new game. It's like, oh, wait a minute. You know, what was the most important thing was blah, blah, blah. And now I see this whole other view of what could be important if I had the space, because we all got a little space to breathe for a minute Mm -hmm. and look around, you know, mostly we're so head down dealing with stuff. We never have a moment to kind of look and see what do we really want? So I, I, I mean, obviously it's, terrible what happened in terms of how many people died and all of that. But I think a lot of good things came out of the pandemic in terms of people feeling free to be able to create the next chapter. I know that happened for me. I had been for 30 years leading the forum and advanced course for Landmark, and I completed during the whole COVID uh, period because I saw I could lead from anywhere. I I didn't have to be in a physical space. I could do it virtually. And uh, I fulfilled one of my someday dreams, which was moving to Paris. So I ended up, you know, getting my visa and moving to Paris and coming back and forth. And, you know, like that was never going to happen if COVID hadn't happened and woke me up to, oh, wait a minute, this is possible. Yeah, I think a lot of people saw that when they realized I can work from home or I can work from anywhere. That became a really a game changer for a lot of people, I think. And yeah, I think a lot of people that's really what is attractive to a lot of people is the ability to kind of have a little freedom with what you do, because I think so much of the time we don't. Yeah, well, and especially so this is kind of how this dream source thing works is you would see the freedom part because that's the lens for you is freedom and creativity. That's kind of like the lens you view life from if you you know, get connected to what really matters to you, mm-hmm. you're a, a clearing for that. You pull for that. You see where it's missing. You see where it's present. It's kind of like your truing mechanism. You know, and some other people might see, you know, joy and self-expression or whatever their thing is. But for you, that's the color of your view, which is great when you can get connected to what that is, because whenever you're not experiencing that, then you know, okay, wait a minute, something's off. I'm being messable with what's going on right now. What do I need to disappear? or What do I need to develop in terms of a muscle? Because 
being unmessable with is a muscle. It's not like a magic pill. You don't just all of a sudden, woohoo-hoo. I mean, that's crazy. You have to exercise this new muscle of creation. And in, from a brain science perspective, it's a different part of your brain. You know, the reactive brain is all the amygdala and that part of fight or flight and survival. And the creative part of your brain is, is more in the frontal cortex. So when you're creating in that mode, it's a, it's a different headspace. So you have to intervene in those kind of reactive moments. But if you're not aware of what reactivates you, you can't really intervene in it. You're too far down the road. So that's what I work with people on and give them strategies to be able to notice, stop, shift to a different mode. And so when you say shift, for example, you're essentially having them create a new, oh, I like to call it, we fix that broken record, right? Like we take what we've been telling ourselves the whole time, break that and try to create something new from that. How, what are some ways that you do that with clients? Like, how do you get them to flip the script? Because I think so, it's so hard for a lot of people it is doing things the way they've always done. It's, it's almost impossible. And I think, you know, I mean, this is certainly not about me or, or anybody, but I have coaches and I think it's really imperative to have a coach who can see what you can't see at whatever level you're at. So whether you can afford one-on-one -on -one coaching or you get into some sort of coaching program that is affordable to you, it's important to have people that can see in areas where you're blind you know, where you have blind spots. I, I wouldn't have had the breakthroughs that I had in my life if it weren't for my coaches and mentors. You know what I mean? So one thing is having that kind of, of guidance. Another thing is having a supportive environment. So if everybody around you is moaning and complaining about how, you know, burnt out they are, then you're going to get caught in that soup. I hate to say it, but it's very hard to create a new neuronal pathway or a new way of thinking inside of an existing environment where everybody's speaking French. How are you going to speak Italian? You, you're going to end up speaking French, you know? Mm -hmm. So it, it, an environment like, you know, group is very important. And then the other thing is the methodology. So, you know, what I would say to somebody is first, you got to get clear about what your red flags are. So when you are in a messable with moment, right? When you're hooked or reactivated, what happens physically? So if you look for yourself, you know, some people say they get tight in the chest. I know for me, I get like tight in the chest and my, my breathing gets a little bit more shallow. Uh, some people say they get like red necks, you know, or hot in their face. Maybe they get some pit in their gut, you know, but there's something physical that happens when you're messable with, do you have any idea what it is for you? Like when you get like reactivated? Um, I think for me, I just get, it's like an emotional reaction to me. And so I do get like the chat, the tightening in the chest too. That's yeah. is that I have the physical reaction for sure. So if you can get the physical manifestation, cause the emotion part is there, but it's harder to catch. So the physical part, if you're on the hunt for it, you can actually catch it before you go too far down that emotional road, right? So if all of a sudden your chest starts getting tight, it's like, whoa, I'm about, I am about to go down that road. So let me just stop for a moment. And people create 
whatever works for them. Some people create taking a breath. Some people create standing up and turning to the other direction. Some people create literally walking out of their room. I mean, you can't always walk out of the room if you're sitting doing an interview, you know, you got to come up with a hack that's not going to require you leaving. Uh, but you can, you know, whatever it is, shaking your hands, something physical, because it is a physical thing that's happening. So you're back here and you want to intervene in that physical reaction and get to neutral for a moment. But getting to neutral isn't, I mean, it's helpful, but it's not really the answer because then you end up way back into the world of being messable with because that's your muscle memory. So you have to what I call pre-create another road. And you could use what you came up with for your dream source, creativity and freedom. So you could use that or depending on who I'm working with, if, if they know they're going into a situation with their ex-husband and they know they're going to be mesable with, we pre-create something for that specific situation, a space to come from that'll be there for them in the heat of the moment so they don't have to create it right there. Once you get some practice with this, you can create it in the moment. But what I find in the beginning is pre-creating is important so that you don't have to come up with it when you're, you know, all crazy, right? So if you start with creativity and freedom, the question would be, okay, what action can I take right now that would bring forth creativity and freedom? And if you can't take the action right now, what action can I schedule that I'm going to take? that'll be coming from that space. And then you put it in your calendar so that it exists in reality. And that moves you to that shift to another space, creation mode versus reaction mode. Yeah, I mean, you have to, I like to call it distracting. Like I have to distract myself to get out of that because otherwise you go down the negative rabbit hole of the thinking the way that you always thought and then just, spirals and then you oh forget it then it's you're so far gone it's like you might as well just take a nap you know (laughs) wake me when it's over (laughs) exactly so um you uh do some coaching and i know uh you have a freebie that you offer people so i'd love to hear more about that Yeah, um, the free gift that I like to offer people, although I have a lot of free things on my website, uh, but the free gift I like to give people begins to exercise their muscle of creation. So it gets them in that world. And it's called the Promise Game Challenge. It's a five-day program. And you can get it at giftfromjoss.com. And uh, you'll get emails for five days. And it gives you each day a different promise to practice coming from for that day. So I find promising to be one of the most powerful tools of creation, because if you think about it, when you promise something, it's like you're literally creating with your word something that didn't exist before the moment you created it. So if I say, you know, I promise, Melissa, I'm going to have coffee with you on Tuesday. Now there is something in the future that wasn't there before I said that. So the promising as a muscle is a good way to get into this space of creating, like I had said before. So the promise game challenge at giftfromjoss.com is available for anybody who'd like to play. Awesome. And we'll have the link in the show notes too, if anybody wants to go there. And I love that idea because I know when I was first going through my transformation and trying to heal myself and trying to be better, I had signed up for what was like a spiritual boot camp, and I received an email every day and it was something a message and then something to do. 
And I can't tell you how much that actually made a difference in my day. Like I got up looking forward to that email every day. Like what's today going to be like? Yeah, it makes a difference. Change it makes. Yeah, it really does. And you can, if you do something enough, you know, if you turn a promise consistently enough, it turns into a practice, which turns into a habit, which turns into something that just becomes part of who you are. So, you know, there is a, a thinking behind it. You know, it's using your word to create life versus using your words to describe life or react to life. So it's a different use of language. Yeah, that definitely sounds a lot more empowering than just allowing things, you know, to happen and reacting to it. I would like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So um, what piece of advice could you give people out there? Because you, you talk about being unmessable with, which that's such a creative, I love that whole, I just picture somebody, you know, like not taking any crap off of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're, out there listening, let's say we have people out there listening who have been very reactive and let's say they do feel like people have been messing with them lately because I know there's a lot of heavy energies out there and we probably feel that way. What's the first step for them in reining that in and taking back the power and control over their lives? Well, the first thing is I want to distinguish what being unmessable with isn't because it isn't being tough. And it isn't like people can't get to me or something. It's more about being able to create at any moment with anyone under any circumstance. So it is all that we've been talking about, about developing that muscle of creation versus reacting. So I think the first thing to get is what messes with you you know, beyond your vision, first to get your vision, your dream source, like we did with you, which was so simple. It took five minutes. It's not like it has to take a long time. And I do on my website, have a Ted talk where I walk you through a process to do it. So it's easy. It's like, you know, you can just do that. Um, and it's free. So you, you know, if you're clear about your vision and then you start to see what messes with you, you can start to develop that muscle of creating in whatever circumstance you're in, because it's easy to be unmessable with when things are going great. I mean, that takes no muscle at all. But when your husband loses his job because of the strike, or, you know, you find it, you have a bad mammogram, or, you know, your mother falls and breaks her hip or whatever, or your, your kid is out beyond their curfew and you can't reach them. I mean, try being unmessable with then. That's a whole other story. So it's, it's like, how do you be free and be able to create at any moment, no matter what life is throwing at you and life throws stuff at us. So, you know, I would just say that it is possible to do it. I've been practicing this, basically this art for 45 years, and I've been training people in it for more than 30 years. So it's doable. And that's why I created everything that I created to give people access, to give people a step-by-step -step system, an unmessable with system, as it were, so that they can have like a gym to exercise this muscle and not have to be hookable. You don't have to. It's not what people do to you that messes with you. It's not what they say that messes with you. It's normally, it's something you're saying to yourself about what happened that's messing with you. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, ultimately you do have the say over your life, but most of the time we forget 
and we end up like a leaf in the wind of the circumstances. And I'm committed, I'm on a mission that people really get to live the life of their dreams now, not someday, and be unmessable within the process. I love that you're helping people do that. And I, I think it's very needed and important right now because there's just so much going on and you know, you see it all the time on social media, people don't get along and then they're prodding and poking each other. And it's hard not to react, but people have to realize like sometimes that is your personal power is not allowing anyone else to mess with you. Like you said, not allowing them to throw you off balance or whatever. And whatever they're saying, your reaction, you have something to say about. You don't always have something to say about the circumstances, you know, like, I know a lot of families right now that they're not talking to people in their family because of their political views. It's like, really? Like, like you can't, you can't be with somebody who has a different view from you. You're that messable with that. It's such a threat to you that you can't actually just have a conversation with somebody who has a different view. You know, that's worth developing. Otherwise you're cutting people out of your life. You're cutting situations out of your life. I mean, I had a client recently, a one-on-one client who was like, well, what do I do when people don't keep their word to me in business. And I'm like, well, you're going to have to develop a compassion for that people don't always keep their word. Not any human being I've ever met has always kept their word. Never. So, you know, you, you create a compassion and we're in this together. And if you're committed to developing people's accountability, there are ways to do that without making them wrong. But, you know, the alternative is don't do business with that person. Your pool is going to be pretty small at some point. Yeah. You know, and the same thing with family and, and relationships. And I mean, so many people in dating, I mean, oh my gosh, they, they, they're so messable with, with dating. Somebody goes, blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, forget it. He's not right for me. I'm like, from blah, 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 that got to you. Wow. Okay. Well, we got to work on that muscle. Yeah. It's not, there's no people out there. It's that you are messable with. So let's get you to a point where you could be with anyone in business or even personally that you could have a date with somebody, even if you're never going to see him again and not have it be like, oh, that was horrible. You know, doesn't have to be that way. Life is happening right now. And if you're not loving it right now, shame on you. Yeah, it's too short, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> My father turned 90 today. Oh, wow. So it's like very real for me how short life is. That <laughs> happened in, in like two minutes. Yeah, it does. Well, I would love it if you would allow me to pull, I like to pull cards for people just Great. like messages for the week of um, encouragement or just, you know, giving some messages. And if you don't mind, I would love to pull a couple of cards for everybody just to kind of give them some guidance for the other week. So um, I want to use my spellcasting deck, and, and this deck is by uh, Flavia Kate Peters, and it's a beautiful deck. So let's see what messages the universe would like us to have for the upcoming week. So I love this because the card that came out is beauty. Uh. This is all about seeing your own inner beauty and also seeing the beauty that still exists in the world because oftentimes what do we do we only see the negativity that's around us because we're messed with the bowl right <laughs> <laughs> so this is about trying to actually look around and see the blessings see the beauty that still exists not only with others but with yourself as well and then 
clarity came out. So again, you were just talking about this, that we have to start getting very clear about what we want in life. And I think clear about who you are, we ultimately need to be our most authentic selves because that's how we feel joy and freedom and not feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to do what everybody else wants me to do. You need to be yourself. So getting really very clear on what it is that you want for your life. And that goes right along with what we've been talking about. Yeah, totally. Which is always, the universe always does that. It's like the messages just come out in synchronicity. And then closure. So there are endings coming in, but closure doesn't have to be a bad thing. Closure is about allowing those things that are no longer serving you to fade away and welcoming in change because change brings about exciting new beginnings. But as creatures of habit, we sometimes do not want to change and we fight that so much, but change is a good thing because it usually brings about beautiful transformations, which bring about more happiness and joy in our lives. So I love those messages for the week. Those are beautiful. And they really do kind of go right along with what we were talking Perfect. about. Perfect. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, I love that. And I want to thank you so much for being on the show here with me today. If we have people out there listening who would love to listen to your TED Talk or would love to get your freebie um, or take that test that you were talking about, about trying to figure out their vision, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, they can go to my website, theartofbeingunmessablewith.com, uh, or just go to Gift from Joss, and then you'll be on my website, but then you'll also get the gift immediately. So, Awesome. And so we're going to have that uh, link. We'll have both of those links, actually, in the show notes. So if anybody's out there listening and you're driving, don't worry about it. It will be in the show notes. You can come back to it and go directly there. Thank you again so much for being here with us today. And having this wonderful conversation. I know that there have been a lot of people out there listening who probably benefited so much, first of all, from realizing you're not alone if you're feeling burned out. No, it's so common. Yeah, there's there's something you can do about it. And it it's fixable, right? It is. I say overwhelm is optional. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Just like you said that your reaction to the world around you it's optional whether you choose to react to something or not too and, yep. and give up your energy. So definitely good advice. And uh, thank you again so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks for what you're doing for people. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And thank you guys for being here with us today as well. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And of course, the greatest compliment you can pay me is to share this podcast with those you think might benefit. Also, if you want to join me on Patreon, you can join with a free free seven-day trial. And I do live card readings there, and I have extra episodes of the podcast. And you can even watch this interview with Jocelyn today. So I would love to see you over there. I hope you guys have a beautiful week. As always, I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.